Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you intend to continue to do. Father, I will say, let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Lord, we say that your grace will be upon us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' most wonderful name, we are praying. Amen. Let's have our seat, please. We uh, just a couple of one thing also just before I just start off is that yes, we are talking. We are, we are, we we've been looking at the mind series, but we got a directive from the headquarters that um, thank you that there is um, that there is a um, that we should that all branches everybody should put along a particular line um, uh, which is I believe also taking into consideration the day we are celebrating the day we are here but however we would we would tie I believe the spirit of God is one and how God is leading is the same God help us in Jesus name when we're talking about marriage for a period of time we have a Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 19 in us the Bible says that um, and Jesus said and Jesus decided objected after Jesus spoke to them about marriage and he said if those are the times of marriage we are stopped why get married I want you to first of all understand one thing that everything that Jesus places in the hands of people you would always end up with the word how is this possible there is nothing, see, if God speaks to you about Saturday night, he says, yes, yes, you know, he's just, you have not had him. You don't understand. You may have heard what he said, but you don't understand what he's talking about. Because at every point in time, when God makes a demand, he also exposes your weakness to be able to achieve it by your strength. That is why you see also, next when, when Jesus was talking about it, and the disciples said, it is, Jesus said, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the middle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. What did the disciples The Bible says, and they were greatly astonished. And they said among themselves, who then can be saved? What am I trying to say is that every point in time when God is, is, is pushing you towards certain things, you would always get to the point where you like, I need help. Even Mary, when she, when, it, when she came to Jesus, and Jesus was saying that, uh, so when the Bible was, or when the, uh, Gabriel would visit her, and Gabriel was saying that, you know, you, you would become a woman mother, you would do this, he said, how can this be? So each, see, you, there is only one set of people in the scriptures that God spoke, and they said, yes, we can do it, it's not a problem. And they failed. The children of Israel. When Moses gave them the laws, and he says, he said, can you do it? He said, yes, we can. They all perished. So at times, you know, when God speaks to you, and you thought about you have not had what he said. You think you have had, but you haven't. So no wonder that God, God said that, you know, yes, we have talked about this particular for for um, particular topic for two weeks. I want you to spend a week in prayer. 
as couples, playing yourself through. Can I tell you one thing? I think one of the things, I won't have some show of hands, but one thing that I, I would say is that see, those prayers, you pray this well, they must have struck certain things in your life. There are spiritual couples that pray very well. They can pray for, if you are looking for a job, they can pray for your job. They can pray for ministry. But if you hold hands and you say, yeah, let us pray for our marriage, God, you will hold us together in love. Jesus, we will not, I will not be forced to betray my wife. Why you are both holding hands? You know, those prayers are not, are not that easy. You know, they, they are very spiritual people, but you know, that is why the devil, they are certain prayers, to prayer points that you'll be saying, God, may I, may I, you are praying together. Our next prayer is, God, may I continually love you, not God, love my wife. They say, Jesus, may the love of my wife never come away from my heart. I think it's like that. At times it's difficult for you to pray those kind of prayers to our, to our hearing. So at times when people, when, when there are so many things, when God is, is calling certain prayer points or things like that, beyond the what you think in this, but there are so many things he's trying to deal with. That was why I was talking about being hopeful. Because I could see that those prayers, if you pray in the way God wants you to pray, to most people, it will make you learn. Because it's easy to say that, you know, ah, God, whatever will make me want to betray you, betray you, my wife, God, will he never happen to me. Prayer in the name of Jesus. You know, you don't pray that kind of prayer. <laughs> you rather pray for a job or pray for ministry, pray for people that have problems because those prayers are, are hot in the house. You know, everybody should you fault their talents in prayer. And when it comes to starting prayers, those prayers are not easy. I'm saying that because it's something that I believe that I have experienced. When you're praying in the morning, when you're going to cry, you're going to say, you know, all this kind of prayer. You know, pray for your marriage that you will not divorce her. We are fire in the name of Jesus. Let us pray that I will not divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, that is why the devil, you see, you can have very spiritual prayer warriors in the home, and yet, the devil is that they have a no-go area, and that no-go area is blocked by their own personality. It has nothing to do with God. So, God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we 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 uh we as we begin to look more and begin to pray into the aspect of prayer. You know, there there are so many things. You see, there was a there was a time that somebody had a problem, and God said to the servant of God, saying that, tell her to go and leave, sleep in the house, or sorry, stay at home for three days, not see the sun. I was having those kind of prayers. Not see the sun, and things like that. And you will see me. So the person prayed and fasted for three days, and stayed indoors, did not see the sun, for three days, and by the time he came out, he was like, I did not see God. I did not see the revelation. And God said to the servant, he said, ask her, as a doctor, no wonder about her blood pressure. You'll be running around, running around, running around. The only way I can keep you alive is for you to go and sit down. 
I will never forget that for the rest of the day. was like, he just opened her mouth. See, I thought people over think that, you know, God is more spiritual than you think about you. You, you are running up and down. You are going to collapse anytime soon. And he said, yes, I can't talk to And when he was talking to me, because you need to resist. Because the devil will not need any kind of, will not have problem again if you are gone before, before he does whatever he wants to do. God help us in Jesus' name. So, as we begin to, so what I'm trying to say as we begin to take these steps is that when God demands something, when God shows you certain things, he also knows that you cannot do it by yourself. You cannot do it by yourself. Secondly, that's why the Bible says Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. He says, as his divine power has given us all things, everything that we need that pertains to life and not just life, live a godly life. So that means that God, you say, ah, God has not, God is, the Bible says, he has given us everything that you need. He has, the Bible did not say he will give it to you. The Bible says he has already given it. So there are some things that you have as a Christian. There are resources available to you that you cannot do. If God has already given it to you, you can you can you can succeed. Ephesians chapter 1 says that, he said, and that's why Paul was praying. Paul said, my prayer is that your eyes of understanding will be open. So that you may know the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory, of, of, of the glory of, the, of, the, of his inheritance in the saints. That means that when you became a Christian, when you gave your life to Jesus, you came into a type of inheritance. There was something that is available to you. And one of those things is how as we begin to zero him, especially talking about the day we are in, the, ce- the, the celebration within the sea and the soul, we will begin to um, we'll begin to look more and more into it. But I'm just starting off this way is that no matter what God has asked you to do, you have more than enough to make it to, to, to get it done. Amen. 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 Can we So Hebrews talks to us. He says, we're talking about angels. Hebrews says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation? In read the verses before, we talk, see, or from verse 1, we we'll still talk about something around, around that area. He's talking about angels. He said, I did not ministering spirits sent to those who would inherit the salvation. Who are those who inherit salvation? Those who have given their life to Christ. Those who have given their life to Christ. If we look further and just go to, um, you, you know, I don't know if you have had this story around. You know, um, Mike Pence, the vice president of America, Donald Trump made him commander in chief of Space Force. 
and the commander in chief of Space Force. You know, I know there are some, you know, we, uh, Donald Trump is a little bit of, he has a lot of things involved with conspiracy theories, but in, 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 in the little craziness that he has, there is some element of madness, there is some element of sanity in, in, in there. Why? Because what is, is his fear, what is the fear is that one day the world will be invaded by another world that will break him. So he said, you know what, we might as well start spending the billions here and call it Space Force. God help us in Jesus' name. So you see, even if you look at Sky News last week, there was a video that leaked onto, onto Skyrim Express and that, that leaked but okay, amen. I bet it's, I guess it's not getting put it off. So if you go to Skyrim, that was, no, no, don't worry. There is, there is, um, there is a, a, a video that was, that was spoken about, which is um, UFOs, UFOs were, were seen. UFOs were seen. Do you know what is called UFO? UFO is unidentifiable, unidentifiable flying object. So things that nobody can explain, they just see them move. And things like that. But the Bible talks about IFO, identifiable flying objects. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's just, let's, let's, as we begin to move closer to this. The Bible says that, the Bible says that being now, this is Jesus, he said being made much better than angels, he has, he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent thing than, than them. For which of these angels, as if at any time, said to them, you are my son, this day I have reported to you, and I would be your father, and you shall be my son. How did Jesus get a more excellent position? One of the reasons the scripture says it is because he was, give, he was called a, you are my son. So the day Jesus was declared, let's put it that way, declared the son, that coloration brought him a little, brought him in a higher level than the angels. Now, how does this have anything to do with you and me? Let's look at the next slide. The, the Bible says that it says, but as many that have received it, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. So if Jesus came to another level as he um, was I had a, a type of authority, because God did not call all these angels. Um, uh, um, sons, but he, he decided because he was called son, the, a level of respect came upon him. So also that means that the day you give your life, that is why we would be looking so much about what, about how this world really exists. I mean, this kind of other world that we see. So the Bible says here that it says, he says, but as many that have received, he gave them power to be to become the Son of God. Even them that believe on his name. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. So 
That is why the Bible says that, don't you know that you shall judge angels? Don't you know as Christians? Because something happened to you the day you gave your life to Christ. A position shifted the day you gave your life to Christ. Angels are powerful. But they are subject to authority. I saw a picture of um, of David Cameron. This is his house. He doesn't know where he is. That's his house. This is his own flat, his own property. He lives, you know, and there. But when you go to his house, like, uh, what's he called? You see, um, what's this guy called? Um, Tony Blair's house also. It's just like a regular house like you see everywhere. But you will see a policeman standing in front of the house. What am I trying to point out on this? This man is more physically powerful than him. Does that make sense? Because he's carrying a gun. But in terms of authority, this man gives him the authority for what to do with that gun. Does that make sense? So when the Bible says that in the book of Psalms, when it says you have made, made the man a little lower than angels, he's not necessarily talking about the height, sorry, the, the our power. He's talking about in terms of strength. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So when, when, the, when man, when you gave your life to Christ, you came into a position where though that you can see an angel can come with, with, with powerful things, you are still greater. Does this help everybody? May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So, when we begin to understand certain things that happens to us at the bat, at when we gave our life to Christ, something changed. Psalm 34. So I just oh fine, can I got the hair? But those previous one. So I, I saw that that's what I was talking about. The classified footage um, of UFO footage is released by US Navy. Amen. Okay. Now the Bible says that angels said the angel of the Lord and come around those who fear him and delivers them. Please understand that each time the Bible is talking about the activities of angels, they are related to those who honor God. So the Bible says they, they, the angels of God, they surround so as you are going, what the Bible is making us realize is that you are not walking alone. They are always around you. Let's go to Psalms, again, Psalm 91. It says, for he has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And in their hands, lest you bear your, you, you, lest you, uh, sorry, to, in, their, in their hands they shall bear you up, 
least you dash your foot against the sword. May God help us in Jesus' name. So, let me, as I just begin to draw this, I would keep, I would, um, I would, you know, hopefully we do know, but I would share a bit of history us. September 29 is the day when we celebrate, where we celebrate only Michael's day. But it's important that you understand that it is not a CNS thing. Google it now. Yeah. It's important for you to also know that it is called Michael Mass. Just like you have Christmas, you have Michael Mass. And it is an orthodox way of celebrating this. And it's interesting to me, and I'm, we will get there, is that Michael Mass is put at the head of harvest. So that means when winter is about to break in, that's when you have Michael Mass. So it marks the head of harvest. I hope I'm not purposely above. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's. So I'm just putting that September 29 to, so that we kind of have understanding of what, of, of what we are talking about. Because it's important. See, at times, one of the things is that people get stuck in things that. that um, but as we begin to, to explain to us, you have. The statement within the CRS hold, which says that Michael in Balogun, by Michael in Balogun, that is, Michael is the captain of the band. What brought us to that point? Anybody has an idea? What brought us to that point? You see, I just spoke. What brought us to that point? That we had Michael. What, okay, what, how did they know? They started by asking a question. They said days of fast. The question is, what brought about that question? The CRS was started in 1925. Captain Abiodu was the first captain, was the first person that Winamale called captain because she went out of Lagos. She went to do crusade around the areas, 1926-27, and she came back with a lot of people. And when Winamale saw her experts, he said, you know what, uh, you know, you, you, you are Balogunye, you, you know, basically you led the child out and you brought it back people. And I'm not giving history school. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm getting to somewhere so that you understand how these things work. So then you have 1929, sadly, that was the first breakout of the church. Because people that um, Captain Abiodun brought in began to say to them that, you know, you, you are better than this man. And truly, in that day, Captain Abiodun, although she was young, she was more spiritually. You could see our activities 
physically. Holy Mother was just reading scriptures and praying for people. And people were like, ah, you know, this woman, once you start with her, she will tell you all the history of your life. Ah, that woman is far better. So he began to have all those kinds of things. And regularly got fed up in 1929 and he said, oh, that you can leave. So that was the first breakout of the church. But remember, he started in 1930, the second breakout happened. 1931, the, the, the next breakout happened. And around, at that time, it was 1931 when they said, you know what, we need to, you know, when fear sets in and it looks as if the church is disintegrating and, and they began all those prayers and they were like, God, who, okay, who, who is the, who, who, who okay, we, the captain that we had is gone. <laughs> then, after those Seven, uh, seven or three days of prayer, a small boy had a dream and he saw a, a name called Michael and he came to him and he said, yes, that is the way forward. And that happened in 1931. What am I trying to set for you, he says. It was like in the days of Elijah says it's Elijah when they were surrounded and the the uh, what's it called the servant was saying ah we are going to be killed and he said Father may you open their eyes that they may see that those that are with us are more than those that are against us so basically what happened is that, is that there is no organization that panic will not set in. So we are taking it from this point. When the vision came out, when the revelation came out, and he said, Michael is the captain of the band, was that particular to CLS? Or was it a confirmation that God is saying, I have called this church? Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 12. It says, And at the time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. Who are the people he's talking about? The Israelites. People who are connected to the covenant of Abraham. And he said, when Daniel was also talking about, when he was talking about, when Gabriel was talking about that, um, uh, what's it called, the, that event, when he was talking about Michael, he introduced him the same way he introduced them to Cyrus. So he said, he said, no, he is the great captain, you can call it great captain, you can call it great priest, who stands to watch over the people of Israel. And you have it even further when it goes to Daniel chapter 10. And you begin to say, he said, he said to me, do not fear, Daniel. From, from the first day that you set your heart to understanding and you humbled yourself, your word was hard, but, I'm sorry, your word was hard, and I came because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, we'll talk about something like that. He said, then he goes, said, behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, 
came to help me. But what was Michael's responsibility? It was basically because the covenant of Abraham was being tampered with. Does this make any bit of sense? That's why you have the Bible talks about the prince of Persian kingdom, and we'll talk about the prince of Greece. You go to the state, uh, go, go next slide. Okay. So, again, we can leave that next slide, don't worry. So, the next one, please. He says, and so he said, he said, then I said to you, why have, uh, why have I come to you? And you must, I must now return with, so to fight with the prince of Pagia. And he said, when I have gone forth, the prince of Greece will come. See, all the people that think that when you leave your village, <laughs> they have left you. Do you know that when you have phone, if you go to Nigeria now or you come to Nigeria here, O2 will take over. When you go back to Nigeria, you go back to NTA. So no matter where you are, <laughs> the there is no space anywhere. That's why I was talking about the Persian kingdom and the Greece, Greek kingdom coming up. These are names of countries. So basically, there are angels in charge of jurisdiction. They don't need to. <laughs> they don't need to. You don't need to. Ah, I have finally left my village. You are your own. You are your own. If you are not careful and you don't know God, you have just moved from one network to another. And if you are not careful, you will be paying roaming charges. <laughs> God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So, and let me just quickly say something as we go forth in this. You know, people say that, ah, you know, Michael fought because Gabriel cannot fight. That's not what this thing just He said, I am now, I must now return to go and fight. Why was it important? Because angels will only go straight to where they are sent, no matter what happens along the way, until they deliver what they have been sent to do, they will not do anything else. So when the uh, prince of Persia held Gabriel, he stood until when somebody else was sent on another journey to come and deliver, because his job was not to fight. So he said, now that I have finished delivering your own assignment, it is now time for me to go back. So when people say that, ah, when the Gabriel cannot fight, all those ones they are you are your own. <laughs> Lack of faith. God, God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So it's important that we understand that these these things are available to us. We are talking about what is available to you as a Christian. If it was not, if it was not needed, Jesus would not teach about it. Jesus spoke about angels. In fact, the Bible gives us examples in Luke. The Bible says that, the Bible says that, and an angel appeared to him from heaven, and he strengthened him. He gave Jesus more strength as he was going in his life. But can I quickly say, as I, as I begin to wrap, um, lead us to specific points that we are looking at is that it is forbidden 
for a human being to worship an angel. When I see it is one of the things that as we begin to talk, I'm talking about the Michael, see, every, everyone, that's why the Bible doesn't necessarily talk much about individual, the individual when it's talking about them, because it is the same thing that spurs every one of them home. It doesn't matter which, which, which one comes. Does that make sense? That's why when Jesus was saying, I will ask my father for angels. He said, I will ask my father for Michael. I will ask my father for angels. Because it's irrelevant which one is standing. Amen. Amen. So let's just look at a couple of scriptures. Revelation chapter 19. He said, And I fell to my feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am a fellow servant and your brethren, and, and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. It is important that you understand. And we'll be talking about something that activities of angels of God, the first priority for them is the gospel. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, see, when you see an angel enter a place, and or you say, ah, I saw an angel that came into my house and I bowed down and he did not correct me. You've got the wrong person. It's important because we hear all of these things. Ah, Please, it's important. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why the Bible warns about it. Colossians chapter 2 verse 18. He said, let no one cheat you of your reward. That means that of your inheritance as a Christian, you can be cheated. He said, do not take the delight in false humility or worship of angels. Intruding into, sorry, intruding into those things which are not seen. Which Puffs up by his flesh, which is puffed up by, by his very puffed up, puffed up by his fleshly mind. He said, when it comes to worshiping, when people have names of angels and they feel that if they don't call it, nothing has happened. What you are doing, you are subduing what the sacrifice of Christ. If the scriptures is a standard, see, when, I'm not saying that you can, but there was a day when we were praying somewhere, and the, somebody said, Paul, they were calling, um, and people forgot about what the name was. So we were like, ah, we will not pray. I said, do you remember the name? I said, eh? Understand these things when we, because Galatians chapter 
He says, um, so did I get, um, sorry, I think he's, I think I got that wrong. Um, the Bible talks about that you should be, um, is it, and I think it's Colossians, it talks about the fact that, um, he said, if, if an angel teaches anything contrary to the gospel, if an angel teaches anything contrary to the gospel, he said, let that angel be a cause. He said, if an angel teaches you something that is contrary to another gospel, that's, that's what the Bible calls it. Another gospel. Have I, have I got this? Um, okay. Galatians, now this is not what he says. Galatians chapter 1 verse 8, I'm right, but the person who ever wrote this is in the spirit. When <laughs> uh, Galatians chapter 1 verse 18. He said, now, if we or an angel from heaven preaches a gospel other than the one we have preached, let them be under God's cause. So that means an angel can appear to you and be teaching you things that are contrary to the gospel. Verse, is it verse 8? Sorry. Okay. So that means that the, the check is not, I can feel that angel. I know the name of that angel. That angel normally appears to me. You are your own. The scripture never said, please, can, you, can I also stress here that when Peter um, was talking to the uh, Paul was talking to the church in Galatians, that if another angel comes, he was talking about people that have evil spirits. So all this idea that, uh, you know, uh, if you have evil spirit, that's when a bad angel will speak to you. No, no, it is not scriptural. It is not scriptural. You can be under percent in line with Christ. And yet, an evil spirit, an angel that has fallen will come and try to minister to you. David was with God when the Bible says the, the, Satan came and pushed him to count the, 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 the numbers of Israel. And what happened? God, he, he, caused, he put him in line of danger with God. So when people think that, you know, I, I, I know my standing, and that is your interpretation of whether you are listening to God or the standard is forced, the gospel. I have begged enough by the message of God. Why? Because in Colossians, it says, it says, let no one teach you out of your inheritance. Don't lose your salvation on the fact that, you know, I, I, I know. See, that is the way it comes in. I know. When it comes in, my body feels somewhere. I know that is the angel. Is that scriptures? He said, when they teach you something contrary, and there are so many things that that are told that is contrary to scriptures. I bow down and worship him. Contrary to scriptures. If this is the only name that can save you, Jago, Jago, something, that is the only name that can save you. Contrary to scriptures. 
saying. See, people need to understand one thing. That's why the Bible says the angel of darkness will appear to be an angel of light. I want you to first of all know that yes, there are archangels as the scripture tells us too. The other five, there's a book called the book of Toba. If you have to study catechism, you would understand what I'm talking about. That's where you have the rest. You don't have any scriptures. I'm not here to debate whether they're right or wrong. I'm just saying to you that if you if you follow the new age and occultism, occultism, the new age running now, now they need to follow those seven angels. Michael is referred to as the god of the sun. Uriel is referred to as the god of um, so I forgot it, but Mars. If you go, you will see the new age. So, when, because somebody appeared to you and said, I am Michael. <laughs> yes, that's why the Bible never laid emphasis on who you are speaking to. It says that this is the foundation to check them out. So, Michael can appear from anywhere. I don't know if it's Michael from New Age or Michael from Heaven. But the only way I would differentiate is when I see what you tell me to do is contrary to scriptures. And that because I can hear Michael of New Age speak to me does not mean I am of the devil. It just means that I was tried to see if you will fall into it. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I don't know if this is what you're expecting on the Holy Michael's day, but we'll try. Amen. Because, see, why, why am I talking about these things? Is that so that you can enter a place. You understand how to connect and not just feel, kind of go with the motions. Like I said, there was this Christian guy who came into an Holy Michael's house. And, and as God will bless him with, with, with as God will bless him, he understood from the scriptures what was happening. And that service, he got far better than every other person that started that, that sat in that place. Because of his testimony. Because as we would read, the one thing angels do is that they, they impact knowledge, they impact understanding into people. That man was trying to write something and he couldn't, he couldn't, he said that he couldn't, he was trying something and he could and as he was under that service, he understood the, the workings of how those angels work in that area from scriptures. And as he said that he was sitting down, people were doing, you know, all sorts of things, but he was taking notes down, taking notes, he got when he developed it. He developed it, there was a proposal, whatever it is, along with that, he submitted it. Two or three, a week later or so, he got a call, he was in Nigeria. He got a call, who is the person, he saw that it was a foreign offer, who is the person? And the person would bring it. Because I said, no, I would have gone through the normal steps of electricity, but when I saw these things, I knew that nobody on, nobody, I've never come across this detailed stuff. Where did you get it from? That was the, the statement he made. Where did you get this from? 
Pastor Peter Jan always says, when you greater some services, you need to understand that there is far more. But there are some people who, who, who came, some like him, and they were who? Still not understood that will happen. So please, it's important that we know as we talk about the Bible says that you are not it is forbidden for people to worship angels. It's also important that we know that as Christians, as Christians, we, we, the Bible says that as you are moving, they are around you. They are there. They are there on a constant basis. When, when God is talking to you about do this, do that, and you feel that I cannot, how, how on earth am I going to be able to achieve this? They are already there. Now, Genesis chapter 32, verse 1 to 2, he says, he says, and Jacob went in his ways and he met, and sorry, and, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is the camp of God. This is the camp of God. See, scripturally, I don't know what um, other version people may have. You can never have, no matter who you are, how anointed you are, you can never have the number of angels you have in covering a church that will cover your house. <coughs> Hebrews chapter 12. He says, but you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn, who's, who are registered. No, the church is here, but their names are registered in heaven. What does the Bible say? There are innumerable number of angels. So when you enter any place called a church, so that's why when, when a when a brother was having one or two things, whatever it is, and, uh, and was giving his own opinion, and, and that night he said he got home, and God said to him, if you, if you, they are talking about my house, you are contributing. What do you, and things, so he came that day and he showed me a scripture that God laid in his heart, and it was a scripture where, where, uh, where Jacob saw angels going through and through. What's God saying? That place is my house. That's where you see angels moving through and through. Because within the body of Christ, when a church is, is seated in a place, there are innumerable angels in that place. Why? Because the covenant of Christ is always seated there. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Now it's important that that's why Paul was saying, be careful how you behave in the house of God. That's what Paul said. There are times where there was a funny event. I don't believe this. I'm just saying this because that's what happened to me. It can happen to everybody. We're having, we're in church, and somebody was, we're having. Somebody said something which I was actually like, so we sat down and we're talking about it. Some people are here that was in that meeting. And that they said, no, this God told me that you are going to do this. And I said, 
But it got to a point I was already boiling. And as I was going to say, shut up. Because of the hunger, some people were sitting there and somebody went in front. Please ignore who said shut up. But what was happening in that environment, although you thought it was after service, that environment was changed. And I had to pull myself back. See, that is why when somebody came and said to Peter, eh, we sold this thing for this, this and this. Well, why Peter was still talking as a pastor? Why are you lying? The Bible says he was a truck. <laughs> Ecclesiastes, I just want to quote, I hope you thank you. Remember, the Bible says, do not let, we're talking about when you come to, to the house of God to pay your vow. It says, do not let your mouth lead you to sin. And do not protest to the temple messenger, saying, my vow is a mistake. What I said, I didn't really mean it. Now, look at King James Bible. King James Bible says, do not let your mouth suffer, do, do, sorry, do not suffer not thy mouth. <coughs> suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say to the angel, the other, other verses will call it messenger of the temple. So don't come here and say, you know, he, he, he doesn't, I just look at people at times, you know, <laughs> you, I no, I can't, and people have people have gotten struck. One, can I say to you, it is not your job to say I want to see angel. It is not scriptural. It is not a doctrine of scriptures. It's that you have faith that they are working on you. That's why the Bible says that if he says, somebody, people will entertain angels without knowing. If you have to know them each time they come to you, the Bible will not say you will entertain them without even knowing you did. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because it's important. Yeah, I get the Bible talks about when the righteous say, open the eyes of your servant that they may see. But the Bible did not say every time your eyes must be open to see them. So that you don't come and start looking for Google and say, you know, where the angels stand. You don't need all this kind of in your life. You hear me trying to say? But it's important that you understand that when you come into an environment, they are there. We had, we had an encounter one day, and see, that's just me as a person. We had an encounter one day where I was, we had three signs again. I was sitting at the back of the whole church. I was sitting at the back, I was talking to a couple of people. And there was a prophet there who said to me there that Okay, so a woman came and all of a sudden she ran out and he said, did you not see what happened? I said, what? Well, he said, an angel was standing there and she carried what was contrary and she got struck. Now, most of the times that people just come to and say, you know what? You know, people give a picture, yeah, 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 I'm talking, I don't know. You see, you, it is because at times, some of them just say, you know, let's just allow this person to go and look at this angel. That's why you're in service where God will say, I want to be in my moment. Doesn't mean that people cannot move. Just, just don't do things as if 
you don't care. Hallelujah. So just give me two moments, I will round this up. God bless you, sir. Revelation chapter 19, I just want to point out that as we. Now, uh, I hope you can all see this. He says that, do not watch him. He said, I am your fellow servant. What does this mean? It means that an angel will not do what you are supposed to do. I am supposed to pray at 3 o'clock. I'm sleeping. Angels are praying for me. That's what's good for I am your fellow servant. So that means that we are working together for a purpose. Three things. One, angels are one of the things that interest them, what get them working is harvest of souls. That's why the Bible says in, in um, uh, Jesus will say that no, he said he said when a sinner repents, there is there is joy in heaven in the presence of, of angels. Please, do you know that the greatest way to celebrate Holy Michael's Day, to see that Holy Michael is really excited, is if you give, lead somebody to Christ. If there is no soul that is one, you are just entertaining yourself, and Michael is just wondering, when are they going to bring what actually excites me? When I see somebody who gives me a life when somebody who, who, who sings all day and prepares, prepares to fast, especially for the Michael's day, and turn before God, Michael is looking at the person and saying, the soul is lost, what is he doing here? So if salvation of souls is not key, you are not part of the Abrahamic covenant. That means that you can say that you are celebrating the Michael's day, you are just, you, you are just came to a spectator, you are not part of celebrant. Does that make sense to us? Amen. So let's go to Luke. No, don't worry. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15. Hallelujah. Okay, don't worry. Yes, just. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. God help us in Jesus' name. Let's go to Judges. Let's go now. Judges. So I just want to. Amen. God bless you. Now, what we've spoken about, two, is that when Manorah, that's the, the father of David, of, of Samson, when they wanted to ask about, ah, what is the name of the angel? The angel said, excuse me, what do you want to know about my name? Why, why is my name so important to you? And the angel said, and he said, why did the angel of the Lord ask them, why ask thou of my name? Seeing that it is a secret. Yes, ma'am. Then the angel now said, Then Manoah took a king and made an offering and offered him on the, on the rock to the Lord. And the angel did wondrous things. And verse 12, he said, And it came to pass when the flame went towards heaven off the altar, the angel ascended in the flame of the altar. What I'm trying to say is that, see, you don't need to first of all find out how to trigger them. As soon as you, 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 you start. Worship before God. As soon as you start responding to the word of God, 
they will naturally react to it. You don't need to find 10 things of what makes Michael good or bad. See, 15 things of what makes Yure come in the evening. All those things, all you need to do is to offer the sacrifice before God. The Bible says that as soon as that flame was going before God, those angels began to react. That is why you don't need to call them specially. As soon as worship begins, and your worship begins to go, you will begin to see them react. The Bible says, they respond to the voice of God. Psalm 103, verse 20. He said, blessed, bless the Lord, sorry, Ye angels that exhale his faith, who do his commands and hearken to the voice of his word. This is important that you understand that the question you should ask is what is the difference in who do his command and hearken to the voice of his word. When the Bible says, it did not say they hearken unto his word. It said they hearken to the voice of his word. How does the scripture get voice? How does the word of God, is, how is he expressed? So as a Christian, when I'm praying in prayers, as I am praying in accordance, giving, giving voice to the word of God, the Bible says that, the Bible says that the those, the, 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 the Bible says that um, a thousand will fall at my right side, and ten thousand at my left side. He said, but it shall not come near me. What are you doing? You are giving voice to the word. And as soon as you are giving voice to the word, angels follow it directly. As you are, as you are in prayer, and you are praying, and you are seeking the face of God, angels are already active. When you are in worship, as worship begins to go, as you begin to celebrate Jesus, as you begin to worship him, they are already, they swing straight into action. You don't need to call them. They are already there. Just a scripture before that, that's in Daniel chapter 9. He said, while I was still speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I saw in the vision at the beginning, this is the part that I love most, being caused to fly. So that means that something propelled him to fly swiftly. So it's as if Gabriel is coming and Gabriel is, is just walking slow motion. Then he said, while I was praying. So it means that his prayers began to trigger him on the journey. No matter what it is that God has appointed angels around you as a Christian, if you would not stand in prayer, if you would not stand in worship, if you would not honor the scriptures, they will be walking slowly after me. 
So why the, the devil wants to hit you? The angel is doing slow motion. <laughs> they will hit you fast before they say, ah, I'm still coming, don't worry, don't worry, we are there, we are there, we are there. Why? Because you are not triggering them to fly swiftly. And how was it? How were they triggering? It was in worship and prayer. It was in living a life committed to Christ. <coughs> Question is this Are you part of the Abrahamic covenant? Today is about celebrating Lord Michael's day. Are you part of the Abrahamic covenant? Abraham covenant, he said, once, see, once you give your life to Christ and you live in accordance to his word, you are part of his covenant. He said, cause is he that is hung on the cross that the blessings of Abraham may come upon us. Are you in that position where the CNS church was in 1931, where things were upside down and nobody could give an answer to what was going on? I got there, don't worry. Am I here? Is there? If you actually hear God now, what will they say? Who is there for you? God, God will say, oh, sorry. Uh, Michael is for those who are. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.